Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, fashion, women's empowerment, and all the -the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations design. I am your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to this week's episode of Queen Creations Radio. I am so excited that you've joined me for yet another episode on our podcast. It, you know, I say this almost every time, but it honestly, it really, it means the world to me that you guys listen and that you love this. And, you know, as long as that's happening, then I'll keep putting these out basically. (laughs) So this week, what are we going to talk about? Well, I find that you know, I do talk obviously a lot about, you know, manifestation and mindset and stuff like that. But one thing that I don't necessarily touch on as much as I would like to is um, about fashion and body image. And so I thought this week, that's what we're going to have a chat about. I've done it once before. And, and I always wanted to have a bit more of a focus on sort of fashion or body, you know, body positivity and inclusivity and all that sort of stuff. But I just haven't gotten around to doing it. So this week's episode, we are going to talk about the importance of loving the skin that you're in right now. So not about loving yourself, you know, when you're 10 kilos lighter. No, no, we're going to talk about loving the skin that you're in now. All right. So just give you a little wrap up on all the things that happen in Queen Creations. I am so freaking excited because I have been working my little butt off on making a free resource um, for you guys. So basically like a free resource, I wanted to put in some tips that really like one of the biggest things that really helped me to manifest so much of my dreams and achieve my goals this year um, was all about, you know, my energy and raising my vibe. So I decided to put what it is that I had learned and what skills and tools it was that I had learned and used and that worked for me into a free resource. And I've turned it into a workbook and you can actually download that workbook for free. So you can head over, it's on my website. So www.queencreationsdesign.com. If you go forward slash pages slash freebie library, no, but if you go onto the website, just go to www.queencreationsdesign.com and there is a tab there. It says freebie library. Click on that. Enter your email address and we'll send out a link for you that has the guide. It's called the High Vibe Life Guide. I'm so excited. Um, Yeah, so that's really what's been going on in my world because creating that resource along with, you know, creating some other sort of courses that I'm looking at offering um, have just been taking up pretty much all of my time, but in a very positive way, of course. (laughs) All right, let's get stuck into it. Enough from that. So, loving the skin that you're in. Now, I don't know about you, but I know that, you know, throughout my life, I have had a love-hate relationship. You know what? It hasn't even been a love relationship. It has been a hate-hate relationship with my body since as long as I could remember. Um... You know, I probably remember starting to hate my body from the, from the, you know, from around 12 years old. Yeah, (laughs) like actual, like, and let's just let that sink in for a minute. And, and I think that I have literally been at war with my body since about 12 years old as well. 
Um, I have, I don't know about, you know, and again, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I grew, you know, had my, my childhood in the 80s, my teenage years in the 90s and 2000s, you know, like, so I have seen it all when it comes to diets and fads that have been out there. You know, I remember my mum dragging me along to aerobics class with, like, leg warmers in, like, the early 1990s with her beautiful perm and, you know, matching leotards. Um, and pretty much, yeah, like I said, I, I have seen every every diet fad, you know, like, you know, aerobics was like the big thing in the in the 80s and, and you know, Cindy Crawford and, you know, like looking this sort of certain way, these high-cut leotards and, you know, like – uh, you know, and they're all sitting there, you know, smoking their cigarettes, drinking their coffee, drinking champagne, you know, and, like, that was their lifestyle. Um, you know, cue the late 90s and then the early t- uh, 2000s and we went through the Kate Moss stage, you know. Um, you know, food will never taste as good as skinny fills. Does anybody else remember that? Ugh. Um, so that's, you know, sort of what I, you know, grown up with. Um, you know, like this, you know, the supermodels of the, you know, like eighties, early nineties. And then, then we went, you know, sort of then to the supermodels again of, you know, when we talk about Kate Moss and, and the, that sort of grunge look and, and everything was waif like in the two thousands, like super low rise jeans, you know, and, you know, came, you know, came with that was, you know, every single diet that you could imagine, you know, there was. Atkins and no carb and, you know, I mean, more recently you've seen keto and intermittent fasting and paleo and I don't know, you know, like low carb, high fat and low fat, high carb, you know, high protein, this, that, you know, you get my picture. Like every single thing that has been out there, I have tried it. And I'll give you a little fun fact that about seven years ago, it'd be about seven years ago, I think, is that I actually did paleo, you know, like as I said, I, I have literally tried every single sort of fad that's come out. I have tried it, you know, without a doubt. To even like in more recent years when I've been, you know, working in gyms and stuff like that, of doing, you know, calorie counting and macros and you know, if it fits your macros and flexible dieting and all this sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's always a diet, right? Um, but a little fun fact is that back in the day, uh, you know, about seven years ago, I went on a paleo diet and and I did something that was called the Whole30. And, you know, and basically it just restricted everything that was, you know, non-paleo. So, you know, like it was just you weren't eating any processed foods or anything like that, which, you know, can be really good for you. But, you know, you're also not eating dairy or, you know, pretty much you were just taking everything out, like anything that was processed or anything like that. Um, I did that. I can't remember how long I did that for, but um, once I wanted to come off of that and not do that anymore, then I actually got really, really sick. And... When I got really sick, like I started having things like really bad joint pain, um, sort of chronic fatigue. Like I just felt tired and exhausted all the time. And, 
it took I don't know it took me a year to uh six six months to a year to get down to the bottom of what was actually wrong and a lot of doctors appointments and tests and specialists and all that sort of stuff and anyway sort of what happened was is that I you know found out that I had an autoimmune disease and you know then we went through the processing the process of testing of all these autoimmune diseases until that we finally you know because I had things like joint pain and stuff like that they were looking at things like rheumatoid arthritis but it they just it just wasn't that and so then Eventually, I got a blood test for celiac celiac disease. And, you know, lo and behold, I was a celiac. Now, I had no idea that I was a celiac before then. I didn't have any – I didn't feel that I had any issues when I ate gluten. Um, You know, like I didn't suffer from eating bread or I didn't get sick and I didn't have like a bad guts or anything like that that you would associate – with celiac disease, it was literally this fatigue that just wouldn't go away um, and this joint pain. And obviously cut out gluten because, you know, celiacs can't eat gluten. And, you know, things seemingly got quite a lot better. Um, but obviously never been able to eat bread since. So, um, you know, and that whole 30 sort of triggered it. So the moment that I removed it from my life when I went to put it back in, you know, here, here we are. And... Now it's just been ever since it's been a roller coaster with autoimmune disease. And in particular, in the past two years, um, you know, I've had more sort of flare ups with autoimmune disease with the thoughts that, you know, typically they usually say if you have one autoimmune disease, you're probably going to get another one. And so at the moment we're looking at, do I have another autoimmune disease? And, and if so, what is that? And, you know, there's sort of some testing that's in line with lupus but then I've got some other readings that are just not that either so I don't really know but during that time especially in the last two years when when things have gone pretty pear-shaped is that a lot of that joint pain came back and then I was starting to get a lot of muscle fatigue um you know where you know like you know like I was going from training at the gym five days a week to then not being able to, you know, walk up a uh, set of stairs um, without my muscles fatiguing out. So, you know, like it it got really bad. And then the same as I was getting injuries all the time, like and it's like my body was just always inflamed all the time. Um, So I could knock my knee and then it would put me out for six weeks. Like it was just, it was awful. And this is in turn is what ended up leading for me to not being able to wrestle anymore. But, you know, more so it also meant um, some weight gain, not some weight gain. I'm talking about 20 kilos of weight gain. I'm talking about, you know, going from a size 12 to a size 18. And, you know, for me, like a size 18 was, I've never been at this size before in my life. And it's been really, you know, it's been really difficult because, you know, it it hasn't seemed to matter what I do is that the weight won't shift so I can limit my calories I can watch what I eat I can go to the gym and it's just it's not shifting it hasn't shifted and then I just give up and then I just spiral and it's just like this whole you know this sort of nightmare and what I realized that I was doing especially particularly recently is that 
during this time of putting on weight, I haven't actually really bought myself a lot of, or pretty much any, like I've bought a few bits and pieces here and there, but I really haven't bought myself new clothes because I keep always say to myself, I'll buy new clothes when I lose weight. Um, and then I've kept heaps of old clothes and I'm like, I'll fit into, you know, I'll keep these for when I lose weight as well. And then what I've been wearing has just been a lot of sort of, you know, bits and pieces to get me through. So just, and usually like, I'll be honest, usually cheap shit, um, clothes. And then like, and then a lot of hand-me-downs that I've been given. So, you know, I was sort of punishing myself because, you know, I punished myself because I, I, I wasn't liking the way that I looked and, you know, I thought if I can't lose the weight, then, you know, subconsciously, like I wasn't doing it, you know, like obviously now I think about it now, yes, I was ab- absolutely doing it, but during the time I didn't realise that that's what I was doing, but I was, you know, in fact punishing myself for not being a certain weight or looking a certain way. And so recently in particular, um, you know, I've had to do some soul searching because, you know, like I can't, and I think, and anybody, anybody who's sort of dealt with any sort of weight issues or body dysmorphia or anything like that, where they, they, you know, see their body in a certain way, you know, will understand is that you can be guilty of putting your life on hold until then. So like, uh, you know, I, I'll buy new clothes when I lose weight. I'll wear a bathing suit to the beach when I lose weight. I'll wear that really gorgeous dress and, and look amazing when I lose weight. Um, and you start to, you know, that starts to be like the preface for your life because you you stop doing things and thinking that, you know, that there will always be a perfect time, you know what I mean? Like when I lose weight or when I do this. But in reality is unless you deal with the issues that you have now is that even, you know, when you lose the weight is you still won't be happy. And I know that from my own past experience and that's where I'm talking from as well. So even as a size 12 and someone who was 20 kilos lighter than what I am now, I was not happy with my body back then either. It was never enough. My body was never good enough and there was always something wrong. So even if I was toned, you know, had muscles, whatever it was, it was never enough. And, you know, like, and I never took the time to appreciate the body that I had back then. Um, you know, like, and so no wonder it's, you know, my body is where, where it's at now because I haven't looked after my body and I haven't looked after my health. Um, you know, so, you know, and especially if you know, and anyone who knows you've spent your time in your twenties or, you know, like, just treating your body like absolutely shit and just thrashing the crap out of it. And whether that is from partying too much, not eating enough, you know, smoking, drinking, whatever it is, um, you know, eating, eating not much or eating junk food and just, just not looking after yourself, you know, you do pay that. That's it. You know, like there is a price that you pay for that. And unfortunately the price that you pay for that doesn't occur until later in life. Um, 
and you know that happens at a point when things like your hormones and everything are doing all their crazy things so it's your metabolism slowing down and all this sort of stuff that you know you can get yourself into quite a place but one thing that i absolutely refuse to do anymore because i have been doing it but i'm not doing it now and you know part of what brought me to this as well i'm just going on a little side tangent here is that you know i have been talking about personal branding and you know like and how you show up in life you know embodying your future self um to really get what it is that you want out of life and well you know sister over here she's got to practice what she preaches because you know you know what i'm like you know with my own personal brand because i can't put my personal brand on hold anymore until i lose weight that's not how this works my personal brand is about is the game face that i show the world when i show up and when i want to play big and i deserve to get to do that all the time not just some of the time so you know for me recently i went out and i invested in some new clothes and it felt amazing and i bought clothes that i looked absolutely beautiful in as i am now it's not clothes that I'll be like, oh, I'll look better in that when I lose a few kilos. No, these are clothes I look great in now because I wanted to work on my personal brand and I wanted to learn to love the skin that I'm in now. And, you know, like, it, it's honestly, you know, such, you know, I can't believe, you know, as I said, 39 years old. And, you know, I've been fighting with my body since I was 12 years old. You know, that's such a long time to be, to feel hatred towards yourself. Um, it's such a long time to be at war with yourself. And it's fucking exhausting. And it's not until you stop and realize that, you know, look, I must admit, I feel like there's a bit of, like, a, there's definitely something going on to society at the moment where women are sort of fighting back quite a lot about, you know, like beauty standards, um, you know, and we are talking about things like inclusivity because a lot of where some of these problems stem for most people is that when they were younger, like, and I know for me, when I was younger, I didn't see other women who looked like me. I didn't see other teenagers that looked like me and I didn't see any other children that looked like me. Now, when I was a child, you know, yeah, I was a little bit chubby or whatnot, but I was never like obese or anything like that, but I never saw children like me. When I was a teenager, I never saw other girls who looked like me. I saw tall girls, thinny, you know, skinny girls and all this sort of stuff. But people who looked like me were not represented because we weren't seen as, you know, the beauty standard. And, you know, so you, you grow up and you spend so much time. And when you do that from the age of 12, you know, right through to the age of 39, you start realizing that, you know, you are, it's, you know like it's not normal and, and what they're saying for their beauty standards and what people consider to be the beauty standards you know we still as much as we're fighting against it now and we're starting to see more inclusivity which i definitely think that we are with bodies and i think that that is amazing but you know now i see it with age as well you know um and you know so now we're like yeah cool or, you know like you, you know you'll start going online you'll see you know websites that have you know, models, you know, bigger and smaller. So you get both ends of the scale. Um, but still, the places that I can go and shop are rather quite limited still. There's only 
a certain amount of places that I can go and a certain amount of places that have brands that, you know, that look good on me, like not being all woman frumpy clothes. But, you know, despite that, and we're starting to see some inclusivity and change there, now we're starting to see ageism, you know, happen like with women because, you know, like um, a great example of this is the new Sex and the City reboot that they're doing. And the backlash that they have copped online about looking old, you know, like as if, you know, it's like you get to be a young woman up to like 25 and then after that, disappear until you're a grandma. (laughs) Like that's how representation works. Poof, disappear until you're a nana. You know, we might see some mums, you know, after that, poof, you're gone. And you know, like, and this is, you know, when we're not seeing sort of like women that age on TV or in movies, you know, we, we see the mothers, we see the grandmothers, and then we see the young girls or, you know, and the 20, the 20 somethings who, you know, but we don't see everything else. And that just misses out on such a huge chapter. So I got a little off track there because I was talking about my shopping spree the other day. And part of this shopping spree is that I have made a conscious decision to learn to love the skin that I am in, to learn to love me and realize that my self-worth and my value is not deemed by the number on the scale or the number in my clothes. Because, you know, like I have so much to offer the world, but I can't offer the world that if I don't show up or if I'm afraid to show up because I'm afraid of the way that I look. Um, you know, like, and like, oh, I'll just start showing up when I lose weight. I'll just start my YouTube videos when I lose weight. Or I'll just start showing up on social media when I lose weight. I can't live like that anymore. And, you know, and again, as all things with this podcast, I feel that if it's sort of affecting me, then I know that it's definitely affecting other people. And I know that other people out there have struggled with their weight and things outside of their control. Um... You know, I've got friends out there who are on, you know, challenge after challenge after challenge, you know, like, and, you know, whilst doing things like that is amazing if, you, if you're doing it to feel good again, um, but really if it's to change that number on the scale or to change the clothing size, then you need to look a little deeper into to why that's important to you because, you know, it's, and don't get me wrong, like, if you're out there, you know, like, because I'm the same, like, one of my goals for next year, and I've said it on my last podcast, is in 2022, I want to drop one to two dress sizes. So I'm not saying that wanting to lose weight is a bad thing because you want to look a certain way. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that until you learn to live the, like, love the skin that you're in, is that even when you drop the weight, you're still not going to be happy. And you are going to still see yourself in the mirror how you are now. And, you know, like with all this sort of stuff, it's about forgiveness, it's about healing, and it's about learning to love yourself. And that's, you know, and that's where I'm at now. And and I just wanted to sort of, you know, talk about it because, you know, sometimes we don't talk about it. I'm not going to be that person who sits here and pretends that my life is all fine and dandy when it's, you know, when it's not. Like I'm not going to sit there, you know, like I'm working on my body image I'm working on my body positivity and I'm working on my own confidence but damn it you know when I look at the person that I want to be in 2022 and I look at my higher self so when I talk about my higher self you know I'm talking about 
you know, the the version of me who's achieved all the goals that I want to achieve. So, you know, at the moment I'm looking to 2022. That's that's my higher self at the moment. And, you know, she is confident. She is sexy. She is healthy. She looks after herself and she, you know, nurtures her body from the inside out. And she gives herself only the best, you know. I always say, life's too short for shit champagne. Well, do you know what? Like that, that sentiment should go along with the food. You know, life's too short for shit food as well. Life is too shit for bad skincare. Like, you know, I think that, you know, I, I want to level up to queen, right? And, and to do that, you know, takes that, it takes work. It takes the inner work and, you know, really, really working towards being that best version of myself but you know what you know what you're working towards is a feeling too you know like I want to feel confident I want to I want to feel sexy I want to um you know like these are all feelings you know like I want to feel amazing I want to feel energetic I want to feel vibrant I want to feel healthy like these are all feelings this is not a number on the scale it's not a size in clothing these are feelings and you know i bet you if you look around that you can see other women who you portray to be sexy who are bigger than you and who are also smaller than you and who are the same size as you but yet you don't afford yourself the same compliment you know what about when you see like a uber confident girl walk past like i oh you can you know it doesn't matter like I've seen so many confident women work past and they can be all different ages, all different sizes, you know, and they just ooze a sort of vibe about them. And, you know, and it doesn't just come from the skinny chicks or the young ones. Like it, it comes from all sorts of people. So if you can see those qualities in other people, then it's really important to start seeing those qualities in yourself as well. Because, bitch, please, like, you're a sexy motherfucker. All right? You are a sexy bitch. And you get to feel like that if you choose to. And by choose, you know, it does mean doing the inner work. And it's not easy because when you've spent a lifetime and you've been taught by society to hate your body, because, I mean... If you go out there and you look at the beauty industry and whether that is fashion, skincare, anything like that, you know, we've, they make millions, not millions, billions, trillions upon making women feel like shit about their bodies. They make them feel shit about their age. They make them feel shit about their bodies and they make them feel shit about their skin. You know, like it's, you know, if women were to start loving themselves, I've heard this saying somewhere before, if women were like to start loving themselves within a year, all those beauty companies and sort of half the fashion companies would be bankrupt because you need to remember that they make a living off of making you feel like shit and then trying to sell you a solution for a problem that they've caused. Not a problem that you have, a problem that they deem that you have, that they have caused, that they have bred that they have conditioned you to believe and then they're going to try and sell you the cure to what it is that they've given you in the first place. I mean, how fucked up is that? It's so fucked up. 
So, with that said, it is time, ladies. It is time. And, you know, I would love to share this journey with you. And I'm happy to share it online if you want me to. Just let me know. Um, because I'm just starting out. You know, and the first step for me was updating my wardrobe. Throw, you know, it was a huge step for me. And, you know, and if you're in the same position too at the moment and you've got throw out all the old stuff in your wardrobe that does not fit. And by throw out, I do not mean throw it in the bin. I mean take it to an op shop because somebody else can use it, all right? So don't be, you know, mucking up the planet like that. You know, recycle here, ladies. Recycle. It's really important. But go through your wardrobe. If there is clothes that you do not fit into anymore, get rid of them. Because, you know... If you were able to get to a point of fitting back in those clothes again, then celebrate by buying yourself some new freaking clothes, not squishing back into something from bloody 2010. Yes, I realize that fashion is coming back once again, but it doesn't mean that we need to wear the original pieces. All right, ladies? But let's start with that. Clean out your wardrobe and get rid of those clothes that just actually make you feel like shit when you look at them because you don't fit into them anymore. Right? Empower yourself. All right, because you get to look sexy now. You know, when you see girls that are, you know, the same size or bigger than you and you're like, wow, they're so confident. Wow, they're so sexy. Then turn around, look at the mirror and tell yourself that you're also confident and sexy because you are, because you are no different from them. Then from there, treat your body, treat yourself like the queen you are. Like seriously, only the best. Only the best. This is the model that I'm heading into at the moment when, you know, starting on this journey of sort of self-love and trying to look after my body. Only the best because I deserve the best, right? So I only want to put the best food into my body. I only want to put in the best liquids into my body, which include champagne, but more so water. <laughs> um, you know, you know, that's where I'm like, I'm putting on the best clothes. I'm not buying the cheap and nasty clothes. I'm buying the best that I can afford. And this is always about the best that you can afford, ladies, too. This is not about breaking a bank. You know, like maybe you can't afford to eat organic. That's cool. Don't eat organic. Eat as close to organic as you can. You know, like things like that, you know, like and just one step at a time. One step at a time. All right. So my queens, it is time for you to start treating yourself like the queen you are. And I am going to do, I'm going to lead by example. I'm going to share my journey with you. And if you would like to join me on this journey, please do slide into my DMs, email me, whatever. You know where to find me. I'm all over everywhere. Queen Creations. Join me, join me, join me. Well, thank you so much for joining me on yet another episode of Queen Creations Design. This one obviously got a little personal and a little deep and, you know, and I got a little vulnerable with you here talking about, you know, my struggles with life and weight and all that sort of fun stuff. But, you know, I know that I'm not the only one and if this has helped you in any way, shape or form, then I hope that, you know, you flourish and you grow with me. Have an amazing week, be amazing, slay, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Queen Creations Radio. 
Now just remember, to help us grow, the easiest thing that you can do is actually share this episode with somebody. Make sure you subscribe. We really appreciate all the support. And if you want to rep any of the Queen Creations merch, just jump online to www.queencreationsdesign.com.